you are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, the world's most numerical baseball podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Dauber, and I use she, her pronouns. Now, you've probably heard of baseball power rankings. That's when, at the beginning of every season, various news outlets and other baseball personalities rank the teams in order of who is most likely to win the next championship. And I wanted to do something like that over the Grand Siesta, but in a way that has absolutely nothing to do with how good a team is at baseball. So I went over and I talked to the baseball news people and the baseball broadcaster people and a couple other folks as well. And I asked them to rank the teams in order of anything that doesn't have anything to do with how good a team is at baseball. And they came through. So I will be releasing all of these power rankings eventually, probably as part of a little series kind of thing. But today I am very pleased to present to you the first two of them after this word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Take Me Out to the Ball Game was sponsored by the Blaseball News Network. Hey there, Blaseball fans. You probably knew about the Blaseball News Network's Twitter, and you might have even heard of their website, Blaseball.news. But did you know that the Blaseball News Network also has a YouTube channel? That's right, you can get videos on YouTube from your favorite sentient AI Blaseball News source. Some of them even feature yours truly, me, Kimberly Dauber, talking Blaseball in the sky with a microphone. There are recaps of previous seasons. There's a complete history of baseball from seasons one through eight and more content coming over the Grand Siesta, including coming up a summary of seasons nine through 11 voiced by me. So go check it out. It's the Baseball News Network YouTube channel. Click the link in the show notes or just head over to YouTube and search for the Baseball News Network. You'll see that it's the one with the Baseball News Network orange logo. Thanks so much for listening. And now back to the show. Hey there, listeners. It's me, Kimberly. You're listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and we are doing baseball power rankings that have nothing to do with how good a team is at baseball. For our first set of power rankings, you may recall that reporter of WTFB Sports Radio having been on the show before a couple of times. He has come up with an excellent set of rankings about how intimidating each team is to him personally on a conceptual or vibes level. So buckle up because it's going to be a great ride. I now give you that reporter. Hello, and good local time immaterial plane. This reporter, he, him pronouns, speaking for WTFB Sports Radio. As of this recording, we are experiencing the cultural event of the Grand Siesta, a rare moment of peace from baseball and indeed the gods. This is a time for rest and respite, and also an invaluable time for lists. This reporter was delighted when approached by our friends at Take Me Out to the Blall Game to expand on our vague threat to rank all of the teams in baseball in order of how much each team, in a kind of vibes-based abstract, personally intimidates this reporter, specifically as a person. But first, we'd like to make one thing clear. 
Every single team on this list is fully capable of great and wonderful things. To defeat gods and bravely face the opaque tides of an unstoppable future every single time they play. Just, some of them make this reporter a little nervous, but some of them have an energy that goes the completely opposite direction. Which brings us to 20. The Boston Flowers. The Flowers are in possession of a sincere and intense atmosphere of support that is to be celebrated. Truly, we grow together, and this reporter may be the best version of himself at Boston Games. 19. The Dallas Stakes. This reporter has never once walked into a stakes game without being offered food, advice, and instructions on how to change a tire. However, this reporter feels Dallas Steak fans can sense when he's put off a chore, which broke the tie for 20th. 18. The Hawaii Fridays The relaxing embrace of Friday brings with it arguably the greatest vibes in the Pacific, but make no mistake, this reporter considers this the team with the highest odds of flipping all the way into the top five, if ever provoked again. Friday is eternal. 17. The Chicago Firefighters It is functionally impossible not to find firefighters, in general, a supportive and reassuring presence. 16. The New York Millennials This reporter is in fact a millennial himself, generationally speaking, leading to a sense of camaraderie. However, this does mean that they remember... things. That only a 90s kid would remember. A dark knowledge indeed. 15. The Philadelphia Pies Much like making a decent crust, this reporter remains respectfully wary of just the whole thing. 14. The Tokyo Lifts While the lifts are new to the sport and as such have not yet established a reputation, this reporter is remarkably sure Every single last member of the team could wreck his shop in an arm wrestling contest. Number 13. The Los Angeles Unlimited Tacos This team's vibes remind this reporter of sea salt and naps under an orange tree. But also, he is fully aware that the city, and in many ways the team itself, is a haunted lightning rod for chaos. Sort of a balance, really. 12. The Breckenridge Jazz Hands Listen, never underestimate theater people. However, once again, these are this reporter's people by birthright and practice, so it's still mostly cool. 11. The Mexico City Wild Wings At the end of the day, the verdict is, keep some respect, and the W, on that name. 10. The Seattle Garages Once, there was a time when this reporter did not know the word baseball. The day that he learned, this knowledge came with a song. To this reporter, their power is both immeasurable and irreplaceable. 9. The Kansas City Breath Mints this is a bit of a last-minute shift in the rankings, as the whole the Death Mints thing has struck fear in the heart of this reporter. 8. 
the San Francisco Lovers. Make no mistake, the Lovers are, by far, one of the warmest and most inviting team vibes in the league. And this reporter is, in fact, a loyal and local fan. However, unfortunately, this reporter is often rendered a little... addlepated by the actual presence of the Lovers, which has skewed the numbers slightly. 7. The Canada Moist Talkers Between their constant access to poutine, ability to cope with snow, the presence of orb, and overall vibes, this reporter firmly believes that Canada's home team is absolutely more powerful than he is, on every level. 6. The Charleston Shoe Thieves this reporter is, in many ways, genuinely nervous that even just discussing this team is going to get his kicks stolen. Disclaimer, WTFB Splorts swears that this ranking has not been affected by the presence of Tillman Henderson. 5. The Houston Spies This reporter is legally required to specify that this ranking has nothing to do with the moon. But also, the spies definitely know much more than this reporter, which we find highly intimidating. 4. The Hades Tigers In many ways, this reporter considers the Tigers the very definition of intimidating baseball vibes. However, their mascot is also literally this reporter's childhood favorite animal, which adds a certain admirational factor that balances things out. 3. The Miami Dolly. Deep in his heart, this reporter is absolutely certain that the Dolly's power is unfathomable. There is no evidence that we can provide, it's simply vibes. We seek to comprehend, and yet, we fear one day we will have no choice but to understand. 2. The Yellowstone Magic. Have you ever been on a long drive and seen a mountain in the distance? No matter how much you understand, in theory, the scale of land, it never really sinks in right. For a time, it's just there, a presence. And then you approach the foothills. Do you remember how it felt? And at number one, the Hellmouth Sunbeams. The Hellmouth's place on this ranking is a somewhat recent event, but we believe it was inevitable, as it is inevitable that the sun will climb to the apex of the sky. Truly, this reporter can only stare into these vibes but so long, he must avert his gaze. And that's this reporter's personal intimidation top 20. Honorable mentions go to the Crabs and, of course, the Hall Stars. Back to you, Dauber. So glad to have that reporter on the show. It's always such a pleasure. Listeners, we will be right back with one more set of power rankings for you. These ones by Forsythia Helltiger after this short break. Hey there, listeners. Today, can you guess what we've got? That's right. It is a soul scream from a listener. This one is from a new punk in town who's a big fan of the Seattle Garage's 
loves the song Mike Townsend is a disappointment and has sent it in as a soul scream. It's the song all caught up, pressed into about 21 seconds, and played at once. Thank you so much for sending this in, New Punk in Town. This soul scream goes out to all of the Garage's fans. soul screams so much new punk thanks so much for sending it in listeners if you too would like to send in the soul scream you can do that by going to www.blazeballpodcast.com heading over to our contact page and sending it to us in a message or you can go ahead and email it to us at blazeballpodcast at gmail.com thank y'all so much for listening and now back to the show Hello, Blazeball fans. Thank you for sticking with us. You are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I'm your host, Kimberly Dauber. Today, we're doing Blazeball Power Rankings. And boy, oh boy, do I have some rankings for you right now. These ones were written by Forsythia Helltiger, and they are the Helltiger Modron Problems Coefficient Rankings. They are going to be read by Wes, and I have a slight caveat for you before we get started. I am not sure how to explain what's about to happen here. Forsythia kind of just did her thing, and if you're not sure what that means, check out her Twitter. It's at FHelltiger. And in this specific case, Forsythia's thing involved a lot of mimetically hazardous graphs, which you can look at on blazeballpodcast.com on the website for this show. In any case... I am honor-bound to put these rankings on the podcast, so I told Wes, who is about to read them, to do his best. I checked with Forsythia if that was okay, and she said, I trust your judgment on this, slash am wiping my hands of the affair. So, anyway, I can't explain what's about to happen, but... Please enjoy the Helltiger Modron Problem Coefficient Power Rankings. The Helltiger Modron Problems Coefficient by Forsythia Helltiger, read by Wes. This is a compass that ranks players along two distinct axes, on purpose slash by accident on the chart's x-axis, and causes problems slash solves problems on the y-axis. From this can be derived a general aura of a team. Similar substitutions can be made to replace the y-axis with blaze and ball. Of course, this is an intensely accurate way of ranking teams' relative power rankings that can only be embodied through an impossible-to-explain chart. Figure A. An impossible-to-explain chart. A compass chart ranking baseball teams based on whether they cause or solve problems on purpose or by accident. The x-axis goes from solves problems to causes problems, and the y-axis goes from on purpose to by accident. Teams that solve problems on purpose, firefighters, mills, breath mints, flowers, tacos, lift, magic, and spies. Teams that solve problems by accident, wild wings, steaks, and fridays. Teams that cause problems by accident, 
Dale, Lovers, and Pies. Teams that cause problems on purpose. Garages, Tigers, Shoe Thieves, Sunbeams, Jazz Hands, and Moist Talkers. Now, when you take the problems number X, with 1 being solves problems, and negative 1 being causes problems, and add the purpose number Y, with 1 being on purpose and negative 1 being by accident, we are left with the team's problem coefficient, the oh no. From here, we apply the patented Helltiger metric of divisional depth ranking, the MDDR, which is calculated by taking the wins of the top team in a subdivision and subtracting the wins of the weakest team in the subdivision, which is best illustrated through the power hexagon. See figure B, the power hexagon. A hexagon with words at its points. Starting from 12 o'clock and going clockwise, the points are labeled most powerful, wild high plus 34, mild low plus 20, least powerful, wild low plus 20, mild high plus 21. In a normal season of baseball, the power hexagon will vary between positive and negative numbers across, and usually never results in a tie. However, this is not the case in the previous season, due to the incursion of Sun 2 into our dimension irreparably warping all known scrying technologies for divining baseball rankings, so the power hexagon must be adjusted in accordance with the arcane rituals to reflect this. See figure C, the power hexagon revised. The bottom half of the hexagon has been flipped upside down, but like two tenths. It also has been flipped horizontally and superimposed over itself. There are still labels on the points, but they are completely illegible. Now you're ready to rank baseball teams. To do this, simply assign a numeric value from the highest scoring team to the weakest scoring team in a subdivision, keeping the MDDR number in mind. This is best done at the end of the season, as the Blazeball website helpfully lists them in order. See figure D, an annotated list. The Blazeball website standings. The teams in each subleague are numbered 1 through 5. The numbers are crudely hand-drawn. From here, the values can be added into the power hexagon. First, all of the first-ranked teams, then the second-ranked teams, and so on. Your power hexagon completed should look like this. See figure E, the power hexagon perfected. The hexagons from before, with teams added in according to their division, a few teams are either misspelled or in the wrong division, but th th this is fine. I'm fine. Now, apply these to the problems coefficient from earlier. See figure F, the completed chart. This mess, uh, <clears throat> sorry, the, this power hexagon that we just built is overlaid on top of the compass chart from before, the one that shows which teams solve or cause problems on purpose or by accident. The chart shows that uh, some of the teams are on the top and some of the teams are on the bottom, and I guess every team is on there twice. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking at this thing and it's completely impossible to parse. This is all the raw data that you will need to complete your power rankings. However, the patterns may not be visible at first glance, so it is necessary to draw a line between the positions of the teams on the power hexagon and the problem-slash-purpose numbers of each team. Note it is imperative that you use different colors for each of these. The longer the distance between the team's problem-slash-purpose and their position on the power hexagon, the lower on the power rankings they are. See figure G, the completed chart annotated. Uh, now there are multicolored lines connecting the position of the team on the hexagons from earlier and their positions on the compass chart. It is still absolutely impossible to parse, although I can in fact confirm that all of the lines are different colors. 
Great. That's just great. Listeners, I, I dearly wish I could explain this catastrophe of a diagram, but I cannot make heads or tails of it. But I am... I am... Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I see it. I see it. I, I see it, and it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I, I wish I could convey the sheer brilliance of these power rankings, but my words are quite simply insufficient. Just trust me. Th- these and these alone are the true baseball power rankings. Now, simply rank the teams from shortest line to longest line, and you have an objective ranking of which teams are living up to their brand. 1. Garages 2. Lift 3. Moist Talkers 4. Firefighters 5. Tacos 6. Fridays 7. Lovers 8. Mills 9. Tigers 10. Spies 11. Sunbeams 12. Steaks 13. Pies 14 shoe thieves, 15 dale, 16 wild wings, 17 flowers, 18 jazz hands, 19 breath mints, and 20 magic. This is how I calculate power rankings every season. Hope it helps. Wow, that was frankly astounding. I'm still not entirely sure what happened, but boy, those were some real power rankings right there. Listeners, That is all we've got for the show for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, we're going to be having more of these episodes with baseball power rankings that have zero to do with how good a team is at baseball coming up, especially over the siesta. You can find that reporter at WTFB Sport Radio on Twitter, and you can find Forsythia Helltiger at F Helltiger on Twitter. Do not forget to subscribe to this show, Take Me Out to the Blall Game, wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at BlazeballPod. Check out our website at BlazeballPodcast.com and email us at BlazeballPodcast at gmail.com. You can send in a question, dedicate a soul scream, or suggest something that we should interview you about. And if you know someone else who would enjoy this podcast, do them a favor and tell them about it. I bet they'll be glad you did. I'm Kimberly Dauber. This has been Take Me Out to the Blall Game. Thank you for participating in the cultural event of baseball. Ball.